Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first book of Samuel. Saul took 3,000 picked men from all Israel and went in search of David and his men in the direction of the wild goat crags. When he came to the sheepfolds along the way, he found a cave, which he entered to relieve himself. David and his men were occupying the inmost recesses of the cave. David's servant said to him, This is the day of which the Lord said to you, I will deliver your enemy into your grasp. Do with him as you see fit. So David moved up and stealthily cut off an end of Saul's mantle. Afterward, however, David regretted that he had cut off an end of Saul's mantle. He said to his men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my master, the Lord's anointed, as to lay a hand on him, for he is the Lord's anointed. With these words, David restrained his men and would not permit them to attack Saul. Saul then left the cave and went on his way. David also stepped out of the cave calling to Saul, My lord, the king. When Saul looked back, David bowed to the ground in homage and asked Saul, Why do you listen to those who say David is trying to harm you? You see for yourself today that the Lord just now delivered you into my grasp in the cave. I had some thought of killing you, but I took pity on you instead. I decided I will not raise a hand against my lord, for he is the Lord's anointed and a father to me. Look here, at this end of your mantle which I hold. Since I cut off an end of your mantle and did not kill you, see, and be convinced that I plan no harm and no rebellion. I have done you no wrong, though you are hunting me down to take my life. The Lord will judge between me and you, and the Lord will exact justice from you in my case. I shall not touch you. The old proverb says, From the wicked comes forth wickedness, so I will take no action against you. Against whom are you on campaign, O king of Israel? Whom are you pursuing, a dead dog or a single flea? The Lord will be the judge. He will decide between me and you. May he see this and take my part and grant me justice beyond your reach. When David finished saying these things to Saul, Saul answered, Is that your voice, my son, David? And Saul wept aloud. Saul then said to David, You are in the right rather than I You have treated me generously, while I have done you harm. Great is the generosity you showed me today, when the Lord delivered me into your grasp, and you did not kill me. For if a man meets his enemy, does he send him away unharmed? May the Lord reward you generously for what you have done this day. And now I know that you shall surely be king, and that sovereignty over Israel shall come into your possession. The Word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus went up the mountain and summoned those whom he wanted, and they came to him. He appointed twelve, whom he also named apostles, that they might be with him, and he might send them forth to preach and to have authority to drive out demons. He appointed the twelve, Simon, whom he named Peter, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, whom he named Boingers, that is, sons of thunder. Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The Gospel of the Lord. I could have killed you, 
Even though you're hunting me down to take my life, the Lord will be the judge. He will decide between me and you. May he see this and take my part and grant me justice beyond your reach. Young David yelled that back from the cave that King Saul had just left. It is another great scene from the book of Samuel. Out in the wild goat crags up in the hills, Saul and his men pursued David. And Saul chose, out of all the caves in the wilderness, to rest in the cave in which David and his men were hiding. David could have killed Saul while he slept, but he spared him. You see for yourself today that the Lord just now delivered you into my grasp in the cave. I had some thought of killing you, but I took pity on you instead. King Saul wanted David dead. Why? David was his champion. He slew the giant Goliath and crushed the Philistines. Saul should have been most grateful. Instead, David was a threat to Saul, who was sick with jealousy. Think of the, the term green with envy. Jealousy makes one sick. It is the one sin from which people derive no pleasure at all. The Lord was with David because he was good. Saul hated him for that. A confused David had to ask Saul, What have I done to you? I am your faithful servant. And Saul would say he was sorry and he wouldn't try to kill David anymore. But Saul was weak and vacillating. His vow to David would wear off soon enough and he would return to hunting him. David and his band of guerrilla soldiers would not fight Saul out in the open. If Saul wanted to kill him, he would have to do it up on David's turf in the hills. And Saul and his men would pay dearly for that. They would pay for conducting a manhunt out of no reason at all but jealousy. Can you see Christ in King David? After all, that is the whole point of the story. From the hill, David yelled across the valley at Saul, What have I done to you? And Christ, our champion, hanging on the cross on the hill, he asked the same thing. My people, what have I done to you? Answer me. That is Psalm 22, about an innocent man marked for death. It is, of course, about Christ, who prayed Psalm 22 on the cross. Did God the Father have a thought of killing us all for our wickedness? Well, that was his intention in the second book of the Bible. But Moses stepped in and mediated with God to spare his people. Christ, the son of David, the new Moses, the faithful servant, steps in to save us. And God the Father takes pity on his people. Our salvation comes about through a guerrilla operation on a hill. Christ did not fight Satan out in the open. If the prince of this world wanted to kill Christ, he would have to do it on Christ's turf, up on the hill of Calvary. Satan and his minions would pay dearly for that. They still do. They who conduct a manhunt for our souls out of no reason but jealousy. Satan hates those who do good and keep God's commandments. May God see this and take our part and grant us justice beyond Satan's reach. Mm -hmm.